You're listening to the Hustled Up Podcast, a lifestyle and business podcast jam-packed with tools and tips to help you navigate your business, career, and life as a goal-getter, big dreamer, and multi-passionate doer. Grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready to hustle up. What is up, friends? Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustled Up. I am your host, Laura. And my name is Holly. And I want to apologize in advance if we sound a little raspy or if we do cough or clear our throat. I think, Holly, you gave the same PSA last week. But, you know, <laughs> it's winter. The winter bug is going around. Laryngitis is, like, running rampant. So, you know, we still wanted to show up here do the podcast as usual. But of course, if we sound a little off or sniffly, please just disregard. I know clearing your throat into a microphone is not the most pleasant sound. So I do apologize in advance if we do that throughout the episode. Anyway, of course, before we dive into anything, I do want to remind you that if you've been listening and you are loving what you're hearing, it would mean the absolute world to us if you would just take a really quick second and rate review, subscribe wherever you're listening, share this podcast with a friend. We did a super fun episode last time about the Miracle Morning. We did a book club episode. And I think that that would be just such a great episode in particular to share with a friend maybe that's struggling right now with, you know, getting any kind of morning routine or just struggling in their life and sharing this podcast with a friend would help them, would help us, and we would just love you forever for it. All right, without further ado, let's get to the topic because I think it's super informative. It's definitely something that's going to help, especially if you have a service-based business because we are discussing scheduling during the holiday season. Now, if you are a fellow service-based business, you know it gets literally popping during the holidays, which is an amazing thing, but at the same time, it can be super stressful when especially it comes to holiday closures or, you know, if a cleaning or whatever you do falls on a holiday, it can be really overwhelming. So we're going to discuss what to do, what not to do, and how to take preparations in order to not be stressed during the holiday season. All right, we'll be right back. Hello, friend. It is your girl, Holly, and I wanted to tell you that I created my very first freebie. I am so excited about this one. If you are a fellow cleaning company owner and you feel like your Instagram is blending in with the pool of cleaning Instagrams out there, I am here to help you. Did you know that your Instagram and social media presence in general can be the deciding factor on whether or not potential client books your service over that of your competitor? I know it's crazy, but trust me, I know this firsthand. The amount of clients we have had say, I am choosing you because I love your social media. I love your TikToks. I love your Instagram. I just love your personality. It is insane. So I want to pass that information and that knowledge along to you with my freebie, four tips for getting your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. This is a comprehensive, thoroughly detailed PDF on how to get your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. And it is seriously going to 
immediately help you start kicking butt in the world of social media. So if you want this freebie, go to hustleduppodcast.com and at the top, you'll see a little link that says get your freebie. Click that. You can also find the link in the show notes description box below and on our Instagram at hustleduppodcast. Enjoy. All right, let's get into it. So we're discussing how to prepare schedule-wise during the holiday season, and I feel like the very first thing that you have to do is plan ahead. Now, this comes with everything, and just set expectations right from the get-go on exactly what holidays you are closed for and what holidays that you're open for. Can you agree that that's like the number one most important thing? Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, setting the expectations with how you run your business in general is like just of the utmost importance. So Laura and I like to do this by putting it in our FAQ on our website. This is a great way for people who are browsing, even just potential customers to see, oh, okay, they're closed on Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever. And um, we also put that in our terms of service packet that is sent to every single person who even, not only just book service, but even receives an estimate. (laughs) So they just know, like, they know how we do (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like most people, let's be honest, don't want you in their home for the holidays, but you never know, especially if you are a company that closes for something like Christmas Eve or Black Friday, these might not be so obvious to your clients or your customers. So letting them know right off the bat, hey, we are closed these days, you know, it just really just sets the bar for them so that they can prepare in advance. And, you know, it's not up to the customer to reach out to you if their service falls on a holiday. It is up to you to reach out to them. But setting that expectation right off the bat is just a great way to start. Period. Period. (laughs) And you also have to decide for yourself what days you're going to close. So I definitely recommend setting that expectation not only for your clients but for yourself right off the bat because there's been some years where we're like I don't know should we should we close for Christmas Eve should we close for Black Friday what about Labor Day and scrambling and making those decisions last minute is going to stress you out to the nines yeah I feel like when Laura and I first started our business we were we didn't really close on like Memorial Day Labor Day 4th of July and then at the last minute, we would decide we don't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was like just the most stressful thing trying to move people around last minute. So like set that now and keep it consistent every year. Like now we just, we know we don't work on Memorial Day. We don't work on the 4th of July. We don't work on Labor Day. We don't work on Christmas. Like you just know so that you can make preparations, you know, for yourself in advance, which we'll obviously kind of segue into right now. Um, because not only is setting expectations right from the get-go important, but it's important to start making those schedule adjustments as far in advance as you possibly can. So I am my company's scheduler. And so I start working on the schedule right now. It's a little bit of a hot mess because yay holidays, but (laughs) I try to get that schedule completed like three weeks in a row or at the very least, like, especially with the cleaning industry, it is ever changing. And I do feel like that's the case with a lot of industries and When you talk about like, especially the winter holidays, this is when like COVID and cold season is, you know, is spiking up. So people are getting sick. People are canceling service at the last minute. So like, you're not going to like the schedule you create three weeks from now is not going to be the same schedule that you are going into in that third week. But it's important to have a really good idea. And so when you are, when you know that you're going to have a closure. And so a prime example for us is we close on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. We just 
everybody wants a four-day weekend. We always ask the employees in advance how they want to handle it and if they want to work. They always want off. Um, they always, you know, want that four-day weekend. Who wouldn't, honestly? I know I'm not trying to go to work the day after eating, like, <laughs> me- a metric ton of turkey. No um, <laughs> but I know that I have to start diving into the schedule the first week of November and figuring out how I'm going to move everybody that week. Are there people that are not going to be in. Um, you know, did anybody cancel in advance? Let me make sure that's reflected. How, you know, who can do what? Who can go where? How can I optimize routes better so that employees can, you know, get more done in one day? It's a lot of work. And the most important thing you can do is reach out to the people. Now, it's really good too, I will say, especially if you have a larger company, to reach out to people who fall not on the holiday, but maybe like the week before. So maybe your clients who fall on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you might want to reach out to them and say, Hey, I just want to let you know, we are going to come clean on this day as regularly scheduled. I just want to make sure that you're not taking a vacation or, you know, and I just want to make sure you're going to be home. Cause then you might get people who say, Oh, I forgot about that. Actually. Yeah. I do have a trip planned for the whole week. I'm not going to be home. I don't really need a cleaning that week. You can take me out of the schedule. So then bam, you have an opening for one of the clients that falls on Thanksgiving. So this is a really good thing you can do too. And then once you kind of start to figure out your openings and your gaps, then you can start reaching out to the people who fall on that, for example, for us on that Thursday and Friday and kind of give them options. Oh, hey, this is how we do it. Oh, hey, so-and-so, I just want to let you know your next cleaning or, you know, your cleaning on this day falls on Thanksgiving. That is a closed holiday for us. We're going to be closed, but I do have an alternative slot I can offer you on that Tuesday at so-and-so time, or we do this. I don't know if other cleaning companies do this. We offer for them to skip without penalty just because it is hard to fit every single person (laughs) over the course of five days in a three-day week. So um, we'll also offer them the option to skip. And some of them will choose to skip. Some of them will will take the the slot. So then you can kind of start doing that, you know, one or two clients at a time to see who's going to be skipping, who's not going to want in and, you know, kind of take it slow and start working on it. So that's why it's really important to start it at least like two to three weeks in advance, start working on that schedule for when you're closed for a day or two. Yeah. And I think it's so important to do it. Like you said, slow, because you're going to want to do it in waves because chances are we had actually a lot of people want to keep their slot this this season but a lot of times people are away their you know house is crazy they have relatives staying with them so there's a lot of times where the client is most likely going to say hey actually we could just skip this so you don't want to reach out to every single client at one time because chances are your original game plan is not going to be like Holly said the way that the schedule is going to look so do it in waves text maybe five clients at a time because if Two of those five clients saying, no, you can just skip me. Bam, there's two extra spots that might be more convenient in your schedule. The last thing you want to do is, you know, book somebody in the morning and then you offer somebody maybe a 3 p.m. slot and there you have this big middle gap in your schedule. You don't want that. So doing it in waves, doing it slow is the most important thing and the best way to do it, in my opinion, which is why you have to start it in advance or else you're going to be scrambling the day before Thanksgiving like, oh, I didn't reach out to everybody in time. Yes, you definitely. I mean, I feel like the go- the recurring theme here is to like be prepared. Yeah, be proactive, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, def- no, definitely be proactive. But hopefully these like tactical step-by-step strategies that we're giving you are, are like helpful. Hopefully you have like a notepad and, 
you know, because you you want to bullet point this and definitely keep it for next year. Well, actually, we have Christmas coming up and New Year's Day. So you definitely you definitely want to make sure like if you are closing on Christmas Day, you should be reaching out to people this week and next week. Yeah. To figure out. Luckily for us, it's only one day as opposed to two. I would say Thanksgiving is the hardest time for us because it's two days in a row that we have to figure out. But for Christmas, it's only one day. So it's for me, it's like exponentially easier. But, um, you know, that's also something we do. Yeah, definitely. When Christmas doesn't fall on a Monday, though, and we do have to close for Christmas Eve and Christmas, it can be a bit of a nightmare. It really can, especially because a lot of people do want that cleaning in. So, you know, if you go ahead and you don't have room for people, your regularly scheduled clients right before a big holiday, they're going to be upset. (laughs) Yeah. So you want to make sure you try to get everybody in before the holiday as opposed to after, even though there are a few people who um, we've experienced this year, which is actually unlike previous years, but maybe some of you will experience this too this year. They want cleanings after the family leaves. Like they don't want to clean up after them. So we've gotten a few requests for that as well, which has been pretty interesting. Yeah, I find that interesting. I personally would rather have the cleaning before the family comes. I agree. Oh, I'd rather have it both. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, But it's been interesting. So you definitely want to try to have openings as much as you can because it will fill up. You know, your schedule will fill up for the holidays. Even if it seems empty, it will not be by the time you get to, you know, closer to the holiday in question. Yeah, people always, you know, just as a society and as human beings, I feel like we are very, a very last minute kind of species. (laughs) So you will get those people that are like, oh, I should have reached out sooner. But you'll also get those people like we had people reach out to us over a month ago and say, hey, I just want to plan for the holidays. Can I get an extra cleaner or can I move my cleaning so that it's closer to Christmas? We, you know, you get both ends of the spectrum. And planning ahead will really allow you to see those gaps and exactly where they are this way when that last minute person does call and say, hey, I need a cleaning. Boom. You know, I have this day open, this day, and at this time, you can just be prepared. Yeah. And I think this is another just little tip that I'm pulling off the top of my noggin. Um, for Laura and I have over 100 recurring clients now. So reaching out to everybody individually, like in our entire client database, would be impossible. It wouldn't be impossible, but it would take a long time. So um, what I love to do is utilize our social media platforms and our email marketing to kind of let people know what's going on. Oh, hey, um, I hopped on stories. I think it was before Thanksgiving. Um and it was like early in November. And I was like, I just want to let you guys know we are selling out of, of spots. We're running out of availability. Like if you want a cleaning now, you have to call now. I cannot guarantee that we will even have an opening tomorrow. So it also kind of like, it's a good way to keep in touch with people who either want, you know, your current clients who want an extra cleaning, clients who maybe want to move their cleaning or um, new clients who want to try to get in before the holiday. So it's important to keep in touch with people. I mean, obviously, like I said, reaching out to 100 plus people, it's a little difficult. But to keep in touch with your followers and your clients and your potential clients who are following you on social media, keeping an email list, this is all really important. And, you know, it's important to stay in contact with them and let them know your updates and your availability updates. 
That's a great point. Just that thorough communication and transparency. Even now, as we approach Christmas, when I uh, follow up with people that I've given an estimate to, I let them know right in that follow-up email, hey, spots are going quickly. I'm holding this date for you for as long as I can, but please get back to me as soon as possible. And it's not even, it's it, yes, it does kind of seem like a sales tactic, but it's not even that. It's more so I don't want somebody to miss out. If they need this cleaning, I don't want them to sleep on it. And then that spot is gone. Right. And it's unfortunate that if they snooze, they lose. But we're trying our best to tell them, like, don't snooze on it. Get yourself in our schedule. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on now, what do you do if you do have, you know, you've you've reached out to your clients and you've got the schedule pretty much finalized. But here you have a couple little small gaps. What we're going to do this year, because we're already at the point where we are bursting at the seams and we don't really have room in our schedule for what we call gold cleanings. They're our deepest cleaning. They can take upwards of, you know, 15 labor hours sometimes. We just don't have capacity for that in our schedule right now. So what we've been doing instead is when we quote people, we tell them, hey, we have room for a basic deep cleaning. We don't really have room for you know, our largest, biggest deep cleaning, but we can do a basic deep cleaning or what we're going to start doing is, which feel free to steal this if you like it. We're going to start offering those three hour priority cleanings that we do. That's where we come in. We send one technician for three hours. They pay a set price and this technician will get as much done in the time that they're allotted based on what the client's needs are. So the clients can kind of dictate where the technician spends their time. That is a fantastic way to fill small gaps and provide your technicians with work while also getting people in because around the holidays, it's not like somebody needs their entire house clean. Some people might really just want, you know, the main guest bathroom. If they're having guests stay with them, the guest bedroom, the main living area is done and that's all they need. So this way it's kind of a win-win. Yes, I think that <clears throat> that's an awesome point, Laura. And it's a great way to, as she said, fill those gaps that may, may exist, but this is also probably a great won't. option. <laughs> and um, yeah, we probably won't. But 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 it is a good way to do that because we, when we do our gold cleaning, like our highest like tier, top tier level cleaning, we need like three, sometimes four cleaning technicians to go into the house and do it. And this is like a weird time where I don't have four cleaning technicians available in one afternoon, but I have one person who has an opening. So um, setting, you know, those expectations with potentials um, is a great way to tell them like, hey, I can't get you in for this deep cleaning, but I have another great alternative and it can potentially keep that schedule full without you having to turn people away. Because I know that that's something that a lot of people do, especially when you're smaller. And I know this because I've we have done it. And we still, even this year, had to do it in some cases only because they wanted that gold level cleaning. But this is a really good alternative so that you're not just saying, oh, I can't help you. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, it hurts turning people away. It's, it's like, like oh, it's death on the inside. Death, actual death. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But at the same time, on the same point, I do personally, and this is company to company, everybody feels a different way about this, but I personally would rather be transparent with people than overbook us for the holidays and provide people with subpar service, especially Mm -hmm. when the stakes are so high, you're having people over your home. I would rather lose a little bit of money than over, you know, over expand ourselves to more than we can handle around the holidays. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. That's great. 
moving Great on point. from that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that, this kind of piggybacks off of the very first thing that we mentioned about being transparent right up front. Another great way to assure um, yourself that you have as much staff as is needed to compensate this influx of cleanings is to let your staff know right off the bat. And this is if you want to have this policy in place. We have this policy in place that any requests off during the week of a holiday is not going to be approved by us. Now, of course, if an emergency comes up or if a technician requests off in advance because they have something, they're going away or whatever the case may be, it's not like we're going to fire them or, you know, greatly penalize them for needing a day off. It's just not going to be approved. It's going to go towards their tally of unexcused absences. And I think that that's really important. And we always tell our staff, we're like, listen, the days are going to be longer. (laughs) The days are going to be a little harder, but your paycheck's going to be a lot bigger. And we let them know right off the bat, hey, it's going to get crazy. Please bear with us. And honestly, most of the time they're cool with it and they're excited to make that extra money, especially around the holidays. Yeah, it's and we are very um, this is, again, like going back to just really setting that expectation from the very beginning. And when we onboard them and we go over the employee handbook in our employee handbook, it says that we will not approve absences for the weeks before Thanksgiving and Christmas. I know that some companies have like complete blackout dates. It's like no excuse. If you don't show up, you're fired. You know, we, we don't we're not crazy like that. We know that. I know after being an employee for so many years, I cannot force somebody to come into work. <laughs> yeah. So I will tell them, okay, I will not assign you anybody if you request off, but I am letting you know this will go towards your unapproved or unexcused absence tally. And we allow, I don't even remember how many, six or eight of those a year. I don't remember. I think six. So, and they know that too. When they are onboarded, they know that they get a certain, we give them unlimited excused absences and we excuse a lot of them because we're just easygoing like that and they don't take advantage of the policy. But the unexcused ones, we limit those. And so, you know, but overall, even with even with them taking an unexcused absence here or there to take a day off before one of the holidays, I, we haven't had any issues because they just hardly ever call out. We have a great staff. They hardly ever call out sick or anything like that because we treat them well. At least I like to think. But <laughs> we set all of those expectations right from the get-go during their onboarding. This is how we roll. Do Like, you know, try not to make any plans during these times because we won't approve those absences. And, uh, yeah, we haven't had any pushback on it. And I think that that's really important, too, to let your employees know and, um, and, and set those expectations with them, let them know it's going to be busy. Tell that, you know, I always tell them, eat your Wheaties, <laughs> um, and, and, and just make sure that they are aware that it can get really, as Laura said, pop in, uh, before the holidays, you know, so, and we try to tell them like, we'll obviously approve absences the months of November, December, but we do tell them that we would prefer that they don't, and they might be compensated or should I say rewarded with extra hours come January and February when business tends to slow down. Yeah. So you kind of incentivize, you know, a little bit. Yeah. That's a great way to incentivize. Like, listen, the people that show up and want to put in the work and, you know, are there for us when we need them during the busy season, they're going to be the ones that get rewarded during the slow seasons. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really important. And again, like this all goes back to just having your policies in place is like the most important thing you can do as a business owner. So you have to know what your absence policy is for your employees, what days you're closed, what your closure policies are. Um, you should even have like 
a procedure on how you deal with holiday closures. Like what's the first step you take? Oh, maybe you send an email out to all the clients the week of that holiday and let them know you're going to be open. um, And do they want that cleaning still or whatever? So you have to make sure you have all of those policies in place and make sure that you have a system. Everything in a business operates on a system. And if you don't have your systems in place, you are going to be running frantic and the holidays are going to stress you out and you're going to be miserable. Exactly. And who wants to be miserable around the holidays? Like, this should it's be the, the best most, time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> it sure is. But it also won't be if you don't plan ahead. So everything comes back to planning ahead, setting those expectations right from the jump, and then you can enjoy yourself. Yeah, exactly. I really hope that this was helpful for you guys who have listened and, um, you know, I know we have a couple of cleaning company owners who do uh, listen to this. And I hope that this was a little bit helpful or just motivational for you guys and that you've um, learned and maybe figured out some of your own strategies and how you're going to start handling holidays if you haven't already started that. And hopefully, you know, I feel like step by step, I love step by step. I love being able to take bullet point notes. So hopefully you were able to do that as well with this episode. Yeah, very tactical episode, which I love those. <laughs> Oof, I, I eat those for breakfast. I love them. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that we are ready to head on out of here. What do you think? I'm all good. I will just go ahead and plug in our social media channels so that you guys can connect with us. Or if you need help with your scheduling issue, listen, we are here and we would love to help you. Like I said, I am the scheduler. I'm like a pro at this now. Um, I am scheduling for what, like seven employees now, six, I don't know, seven, over a hundred clients plus initials, plus priority cleanings, plus cleaning for a reason cleanings. I know what I'm doing. So if you ever need a hand with your scheduling or you just need somebody to sit you through it, maybe you need, as my coach said, a body double, which we will talk about that in a different episode. I am here for you. You can reach out to us on our podcast, Instagram at hustle.podcast, or you can slide into our emails at hustle.podcast at gmail.com. If you want to connect with me personally, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Laura Anatoly. And also be sure to go check us out at Chores and More on Instagram and TikTok because I forgot to mention this last time. But yes, we are still dancing every single day for votes. So please, please keep following us on this journey. I really want to take home the gold. So if you are voting for us, thank you. We absolutely love you. And if you're not, if you could start today, we would still love you forever. Yes, we would. And voting ends on December 15th, guys. There is not a lot of days left. We're so close. So close. So make sure you go ahead and cast that vote. We appreciate it. And also, if you want to connect with me personally, you can connect with me at Planning and Polish on Instagram, at Holly Ann Silva on TikTok, or I will have all of my links in the description box below. You can find them on my Instagram website. You'll find them. They're everywhere. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope that this episode has been helpful. Please reach out to us if you have any questions regarding the holiday scheduling or just anything business and lifestyle related and go have a kick-ass week and enjoy the holiday season.